Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. But did you know that you can join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom? That's right, live. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click on the link in our series or episode descriptions. Then follow Ask the Tarot and tune in every Thursday at 9 p.m. to hear what the deck has to say. Hey, I will even read your questions live. Why miss out on that? Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday. Hey, everybody. Hello. It is Michelle. Um, Michelle T, as a matter of fact, uh, author of Modern Tarot, host of Your Magic Podcast on Spotify. And welcome to the Ask the Tarot Room. I see that there's a lot of familiar faces. Hi, Kristen. I also see there's like new faces, I think. So I'm super excited. This is a live tarot show. If you have a question for the tarot, just raise your hand. Um, I won't get to all of you, but I'll get to as many of you as I possibly can. Another way that you can ask questions is you can uh, send me a direct message on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Michelle Tees, T-E-A-Z, um, and send me your, your question there. But I got to tell you, if you follow me on Instagram, and I really hope you do, you may get followed back, not by me, but by a fake me. There are scammers that are targeting uh, people who do tarot on Instagram, and they'll reach out to you and they'll use really bizarre language like, hello, my beloved, the spirit you know, has told me you want to give you a reading. That's not me. I don't talk like that. I never ask somebody if they want a reading. You know, I let, I let folks come to me if that's what they want. So be aware. Screw the scammers, Jasmine. I agree with you 100%. Um, so yeah, so uh, raise your hand here. Send me uh, an, an Instagram. Don't fall for the scammers. Report them if they you know, reach out to you. They've reached out to my fiance, my like cousins. It's wild. It's really wild. Um, we're going to do an episode about it on your magic. So that would be really fun. Um, a way to make fun out of something that's, believe me, really not fun. <laughs> All right, Kristen, I'm calling on you. Um, unmute yourself and tell me how the tarot can help you this evening. Hi. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Wait, I'm, is my, my volume's down like it always is. Hello. <laughs> oh, um, can you hear me? Yes, I hear you great. Okay. So I just had a quick question. I'm wondering if um, my love interest will, I don't know, come forward emotionally. Okay. All right. Um, what I will do is I'm going to pick, I'm going to do, I'm going to shuffle and pull cards on what does the energy look like between you guys? How's that? Um, that's, yes. Is that all right? What? Yep, that sounds great. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Um, and then we'll see, you know, if there's like open cards, you know, uh, emotionally present or vulnerable cards, or we'll see if they're sort of like screwy mental cards. Um, so this is somebody that you want to come towards you, or is it somebody you're already seeing and you just want them to be more open? Um, I guess I've been seeing him off and on for a while. His name is Austin, and... Okay. Um, I guess I, I do want a committed relationship, but like, there's no rush at all. Um, okay. So we'll look for the long term. Like maybe if it's a slow road, that's okay. But like, what is the ultimate energy? 
This is connection. Okay. Let's see, this is my last little shuffle, and I'll pick three cards. All right, I'm using a top deck like I always do. Oh man, this is like a very interesting reading. Um, are you an Aquarius or a Pisces by any chance? I'm a Pisces. Oh my God, March 15th. <laughs> um, happy birthday, first of all. Um, listen, it seems like, okay, I don't want to be victim blaming here at all. Um, but you got the devil sm smack in the middle of this reading, okay? And then on either side is happiness and the star. So it's like, I don't, like, are you, is there some part of you that's liking the chase or something like that, I wonder? Or like, do you, like, do you like sort of, like, I don't, I don't know, like, it's interesting um, that, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I mean, I with you. <laughs> yes. I like, okay. I, I like having the option to talk to other people. Uh -huh. Um. But at the same time, I do want a committed relationship. I'm awful. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it, this looks very interesting. I mean, it, it looks like there is um, something here for you with this person that looks really inspiring. And, and just frankly, like this person makes you happy, you know? I mean, the happiness card is Jupiter in Pisces. So, you know, my guess would be, you know, since you are a Pisces, that this is a person that make like, that you feel very much yourself around, um, or brings out some sort of core, core sort of element of your personality or almost like your essence. Um, with the star card, it looks like you are pinning like a big hope on this person. Um, and, but it, it looks a little tricky though with the devil card, obviously, right? It's like when the devil card comes up, usually there are patterns or habits that aren't necessarily super healthy and that are getting in the way of stuff. But there's often also something alluring about it. There's something maybe like attractive about it. Um, so, you know, it's... Oh, I'm... Yeah, that's spot on. That's spot on. I'm oh, very okay. emotional and then I'll like pull back. I hate that about myself. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's... it's this doesn't, I mean, I, I, I want you to keep an eye on the devil, you know, and like, um, just keep an eye out for patterns and habits that are working against what you really want for yourself. Right. So whether those patterns and habits are coming from you, yeah. whether they're coming from this person, but the, you know, the flip side of the devil is he's also like super sexy and like keeps us kind of hooked in a way that like, you know, sometimes the devil is just like love and lust and attraction, you know, but it does, you know, there's more than just that in this mm -hmm. reading. If, if you got the devil in the center and then on either side were some rough cards, I would be like, oh my God, get, you know, run. This is no good for you. But on the star, with the star and happiness, there's more, <laughs> you know, there's more than meets the eye for sure. So, you know, I guess, you know, if you're, um, I would stick with it. I would stick with it. I, I keep picking the card, uh, cutting the deck again, and I keep getting this Capricorn card works. It's Mars and Capricorn. It's the three of discs. So, you know, this might be a relationship that takes you both doing a little work to get it to the place that you both want. Make sure you're not the one doing all the work, you know, like to try to like spiffy it all up to be what you're hoping for. Like he has to do the work. He has to also want it and, and invest in it in that way. Um, but it looks like, you know, like keep pushing towards it. Um, it doesn't, it looks like in the meantime, there's something about this connection that's really feeding you. Yeah, he makes me happy. I mean, that's <laughs> clear. All right. Well, I'm glad it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a devilishly good reading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so You're much. Welcome, okay. Christine, good luck. I, oh, that devil card. 
what to make of it. You know, I, I always go back and forth. I feel like the devil's always keeping me on my toes because if I'm like, you can't demonize the devil. It's been done. Am I right? You know, you have to know that the devil is like very complicated and represents really, um, you know, amazing parts of our humanity. Right. But then whenever I get to like, I've had times where I get to like, I love the devil. The devil's like my favorite card. And then I'll like have some like wild, you know, romance that leaves me totally burned. And I'm like, oh, that was the devil card. Damn it. Right, Melissa? It's temptation in the chat. Melissa just said, absolutely. And temptation, sometimes it's really fun, you know, and sometimes it's not. So, you know, it's always the, the devil is a real relative card, I think. But I liked it between, between happiness and the star, right? All right. We have a familiar face who, who sent me in through the, uh, sent me a, a, into my Instagram and it says, background, I am a sophomore in college. And while I really love learning and getting an education, virtual learning has literally made me hate it. Oh my God, you are singing a real song right now that there's many are singing along with you. Although I'm taking subjects that I would otherwise really love, I find myself unmotivated to study or learn the concepts. The class I most enjoy is in person and I am actually learning stuff. Question. I am wondering if university slash college education is something is something I should put on hold right now. Should I focus this time on my professional life instead? Should I stay on this already moving train to my bachelor's degree? All right, all right, let's look at this. So what does it look like for you to put it on hold, okay? And, you know, it, to, you know, to focus on your professional life, I don't know, to go, you know, hop trains, whatever you want, okay? Let's see, what does it look like for you to say, no more Zoom. I've had enough, I've had enough looking at myself in a tiny box. Um, okay, I'm gonna do my little shuffle and I'm gonna pick three cards for you. And then, you know, okay, it's super imperfect, right? Everybody hates it. Teachers hate it, students hate it. Um, but, but here you are, this is your place in time and this is what it looks like to be, you know, a sophomore in college today. Um, so what does it look like for you to stay on the moving train, get your bachelor's degree, you know, figure out a way to manage, you know, your hate of it. And I get it. Um, no one in the world's going to argue with you about that, but what does it look like to stay committed, especially since you do have an in-person class and maybe, you know, maybe you'll have a little more before you know it. I don't know. I'm an optimist. Hasn't always served me well, but I stick by it. All right. Leaving school. Oh, poof. Right, straight off. Oh, oh no. Oh no, friend. Do not leave school, my friend. <laughs> Do not, what does it look like to stay in school? Oh yeah, don't be a fool, stay in school. Um, it's your path, okay? It's a, it's a bit of a rocky path for sure. It's a path that is literally asking you to commit to it. So let me break this down via the tarot. For leaving school, the very first card you have is the tower, okay? And like, I know the tower can be really rad. You know, the tower, you know, brought me the husband that I'm going to marry this Saturday. You guys, I'm getting married on Saturday. Can you believe it? Uh, but I wouldn't have ever found him if the tower hadn't come into my house and, you know, broken everything apart to make room. So it can be good. But, you know, we want some information from the, ta from the tarot. It gave us the tower. And then it's giving us 10 of wands, oppression. And then it's giving us seven of disc failure. Oh my God. Thanks for the congratulations. Um, I'm really going to try and make this episode not be all about my wedding, okay? I'll do that next week after the wedding. <laughs> okay, so listen, I say this is like you're leaving, you know? 
boom, the tower, you're tearing down the structure. You're like, I'm done. I can't hate it. No. But then with the oppression card and then the failure card, it's like, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, I know you're going to focus on your, you know, professional life. Okay. And you've got big dreams. Yeah. I'm seeing it all. I'm pulling cards on it. Yeah. Your professional life is waiting for you. Um, either, you know, immediately or after you get your bachelor's, you, you definitely are going to have a bomb ass career that I just saw, but this looks bad. Okay. This to me is just like, oh shoot, why did I do that? I shouldn't have done that. Um, and then, you know, the failure card is like, not enough is happening. Not enough is going on to make it feel, um, like, I don't know, like worthwhile for you that you did that. Now, if you do stay, okay. Um, somebody said, I smell the lover's card and you are correct. You little tarot geniuses. Um, the very first card is the lovers. It's like, come on. Cause I think we've, I think that we've picked questions. I'm sorry, pick cards for you about, um, this exact thing before, which is fine. I mean, hello, to have a tarot deck is to abuse a tarot deck and ask questions on the same, you know, pull cards on the same question again and again. But it's interesting that you have asked this before and you're getting the lover's card and it's saying, hey, just be with me or don't be with me. You know, like, you know, really like make this commitment or not. Um, it's, it's wants you to make the commitment. And then your next card is the chariot. Okay. Love it. You're like, all right, all right, I'm in. I'm in it to win it. I got my armor on. I got my ring light. <laughs> I'm like, what's the, you know, Zoom, gearing up for Zoom battle equivalent of the chariot? Um, you know, it's the chariot of war. It's rocky. It's not, you know, it's not a promenade when you get the chariot. You got to fight a little bit. You got to hustle a little bit. You're probably fighting yourself in this situation, right? You're fighting your own resistance, your own knowledge that, you know, school shouldn't be like this. And, um, and, and it should have been better for you. And so that's, that is really hard. But your outcome card is the queen of discs, okay? And for somebody like yourself who is, you know, you want, the, you want a career, you want, you know, you have professional ambitions, that queen of discs, like she's got it. Like she's climbed to the top. She is like a bomb ass Capricorn. She's sitting on a pineapple. She's got a pet goat. You know, she's, you know how the Capricorns, they want to, they want to ascend. They want to climb. She's done it, you know, and, and that's the rare Capricorn that can actually sit back and say, all right, I've done it, you know? So it really is speaking to, um, the beauty and the fruits of, of, of labor. Only a few more months, Jasmine says, that's right. Only a few more months. Don't, don't leave now. Don't leave now. You're so close to being out and then you're going to jump on this career. And I got to tell you, I, when I was asking about your career, I saw um, the victory card. I saw the Aeon. You know, you got good cards there for your career. So just finish, finish this part. Yes, a rare Capricorn that actually stops climbing the mountain. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, let's see. Who is in the room who I can uh, help here? Reese, you are up. How can I help you? Um, unmute yourself. And it might take him. Okay, cool, cool. Go. Okay, awesome. Um, can you hear me? Yes, I can. How can I help you? Okay. So I have a question kind of like the first one. It's about a love interest. Okay. And we are mostly platonic, but like we started out not platonic. And then we decided like we wanted to solidify our friendship before we really like ever delved into those other feelings that we had for each other. And since then, it's just been kind of idle. So I kind of wanted to get a feel for like, if they feel the same way possibly about me or 
Okay. Like flirtation is like empty and it's just playful and not really serious. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Here's what I'm going to ask the cards. I'm going to say like, what is it? So right now, you know, is you're, you're operating under this sort of, you know, agreement like, okay, we, you know, we have energy for each other, but we are just gonna, we're going to be in the friend zone for a minute and see what happens. Right. Right. So you're sort of kind of like waiting for something more to manifest. So I'm going to ask the tarot, what does it look like for you to keep doing this? You know, to trust that it's moving, you know, in a more, you know, solidified romantic direction, um, to trust that the person, you know, um, wants what you want. Um, and yeah, what does it look like for you to kind of put your romantic energy into this person? Um, even though it's a little bit on the DL right now, the way you're doing it, but, but, but you're holding it in your heart. So let's see, what does that look like for you? Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, there, there, this is love. Okay. You got the love card smack in the middle and on either side, big fire cards, the emperor, which is Aries, right? And then on the other side, ace of wands. So, I mean, this is very, it's interesting that the emperor came up because you guys are doing this in a very structured way, right? You kind of made some, um, it sounds like you've made, you know, you've made some boundaries, you know, you've kind of like, carved out a very specific way to go about this. And I feel like that is kind of the emperor in a little bit, in a way. Um, but, you know, I, I feel like the emperor is also like a very positive card. It's, um, and especially there's been so many, you know, with with this new um, renaissance of tarot that we're all enjoying, there's been so many redefinitions of the emperor as a sort of like, not a toxic masculine, but like a divine masculine. And so in that way, you know, this card represents just like, that kind of like externalized fiery energy. It's passionate. It's like being a leader. Um, maybe you need to make, make a move. Do you need to make a move? Oh my God. I just asked, is it time for you to be like, Hey, what about that friendship? <laughs> is it, did we do it? Uh, you know, what if you are the, the emperor and kind of take the lead? And I saw, I pulled the chariot card. So uh, oh, and then the star card. I think that, you know, you might be, can I ask what your signs are? Yeah, I'm, um, I'm a Virgo and I have a Scorpio moon and an Aries rising. All right. And they are a Capricorn with a Virgo moon and a Pisces rising, I believe. Oh, wow. So yeah, you, you're, you're the, like, you're the fiery one. <laughs> it might be yeah. It might be on you to kind of make that first move and say like, hey, like friends are cool, but I feel more for you. You know, you want to jump into this? It's never going to, you know, the waters are never fully safe. You know, you can't really wait. You just got to jump in um, with romance, I think. But, you know, Vir Virgo, Pisces, Capricorn, that's a lot of like sort of heavier energy that could become a little immobilized. You know, I think... Um, like in the realm of relationships between Pisces being kind of passive and Capricorn and Virgo both sort of being um, strategic and uh, possibly a bit controlling. <laughs> I say with love, I say with the love, yeah. but you know, this Ace of Wands shows that there is like a fresh path for you guys, right? There's a really fresh path. It's fiery. It's exciting. I mean, you know, that's the sexy energy is the fire. So that's, you know, what you want to take it to. It looks like the love has somewhat been established a little bit. It's Venus and Cancer. So, you know, Cancer does want to be really safe. And so it looks like, you know, that's been, you know, as established as it can be. Um, 
but before, you know, putting everything at risk by making it romantic. And that's just, that's just how it goes, you know? So I really, I hope that, um, it looks to me from this, that like this person can sort of like rise to the occasion and like face whatever fears, you know, that they might be feeling, but you might have to be the one sort of like starting the conversation. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that really makes sense. Thank you. You're <laughs> welcome. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, you're not, you know, the flirts are real. The flirts are very real. Like definitely trust the flirts, but I'm just getting nothing but good good cards um, for you around this. So. Well, cool. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good luck. Oh boy. We got to know, you know, I don't know. What do you guys think about when you're like, talking to somebody and they're, they're telling you about like their, I don't know, like their person, their, their committed loved one. And you're like, Oh, what sign are they? And they're like, Oh, I don't know. You're like, are you even on this planet? How do you, you don't even know the person you're like sleep next to every night. You don't know their sign. I don't know. Obviously, obviously I'm an extreme, uh, I have an extreme opinion about this. Okay. This is a little bit of a longer one, but I think it's pretty interesting. I'm going to jump into it. Okay. I'm looking for a bit of guidance. I'm currently in the thick of some sort of large transformation in my life, but I'm feeling rather tumbled around in the waves. I don't really know where this transformation is headed or honestly what sort of work needs to be done on my end. I'm an osteomancer and often turn to my bag of bones for direction and reflection, but I've been having trouble fully receiving the messages that I feel are being sent to me. As a bit of a background info, my fiance and I recently moved from our home, hometown of Baltimore, Maryland to Savannah, Georgia. Prior to moving, we received a... Wait, did I already read this one? No. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, they all blur together, you guys. And it's my hugest fear that I'm going to like pick cards on something I already picked cards on. It happens. Tell me. Tell me if I ever do that, okay? Um, prior to moving, we received a plethora of signs that the move to Savannah was the right path for us. However, after moving, we were hit with a storm of disappointments, loneliness, and health troubles. I'm still currently recovering from a corneal ulceration that threatened to leave my left eye useless, but has since turned a corner, thank God. Wait, have we had a question about an eye problem before? I'm haunted. I might have just read this a bunch of times myself. When the eye issue started, I heard a voice inform me that, quote, this is how it's supposed to happen. Whoa. Initially, I took that as a sign that I was to go blind in my left eye and quickly accepted this as part of a transformation process. I have read this query before, Azure. Oh my God. You know what it is? They sent me, <laughs> they sent me an email and also they sent me um, a, an Instagram about it. Okay. Everyone's saying it sounds familiar, but it's not the same question. Oh, Jesus. Let's just do it, right? Should we just do it? I mean, why not? It's a great, it's, it's you know, I'm interested. Um, I know no one's sure. You're, we're all in this together. I love it. Um, you remember, okay, Jamie remembers the I thing in the Savannah to Maryland move. Okay, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Listen, friends, when you, e when you message me, don't do it more than once. <laughs> don't follow it up with an email because look how confused I get. How many people with corneal ulcerations are moving from Baltimore to, Mar to Savannah? Like, obviously, it's the same person. Okay, here we go. Here's a different one. I got a job offer in Los Angeles. My boyfriend at the time and I made a very hard and emotional decision to split up because he did not want to uproot his life to Cali. We lived together in Philadelphia at the time, and we were dating for four years. 
fast forward 10 or so days and the pandemic begins. Beginning of the pandemic, the LA job directed me to not move just yet. They were not going to pay relocation fees until the pandemic cleared. Oh no, I'm really feeling like what a tower card of a question this is. I moved home to my dad's house, 25 minutes from Philadelphia because of the breakup. And this is where I am still living almost two years later. Turns out the LA job was not for me and I decided to quit in June, 2021. I have since gotten a new position and it is remote. So I have the option to go anywhere. I feel overwhelmed with where to go and to get out of the depression I have been living in for the past two years. I recently thought about moving back to Philadelphia because it is close, but my ex still lives there and has a new girlfriend. Oh no, that's awful. Um, I have thought about other cities like San Francisco or Burlington, Vermont, but I worry I do not have the funds to make it on my own. Thank you. Oh, oh my God. That just sucks. I'm so sorry about how the pandemic totally towered your, um, your, your situation. Oh my God. Cats like don't move to San Francisco. <laughs> I love an opinion. I got a lot of them too, but we're just going to ask the tower of the tower. We're going to ask the tarot. Okay. So first of all, what if you do move to Philadelphia, back to Philadelphia? Okay. Yeah. You're not moving there for your ex anymore. And is it going to feel super icky when you guys run into each other at like Trader Joe's? Yes. It's going to be horrible. Um, but you know, Philadelphia, you know, it's a cool town. There's other things there besides, you know, your ex. Um, and since you suggested it, I'm going to pull three cards on what Philadelphia looks like for you. Okay. So close by that's, you know, baby steps out of the, the nest. Oh my God. Welcome to ask the tower. Sounds like a, a heck of a podcast episode says Azure. No, we are not asking the tower. We're not, but I guess, you know, the tower will tell us if, if it's got anything to say. All right. So now I'm shuffling for, for San Francisco. I mean, I lived in San Francisco for like 25 years longer than I've ever lived anywhere. So I really feel like it's my hometown. It's such a great place. Famously, it's changed and not for the better. But, you know, I've also heard a lot of other things um, about, you know, how it's changed since the pandemic. Maybe it's becoming a little more livable. San Fran. Okay, three cards on San Francisco for this person who's got to get out of their dad's house. That's really most important, right? Okay, Burlington, Vermont. How interesting. All right, I, you know, I have like no personal read on Burlington, Vermont. I really don't. I think I was there once, but it was before I got sober. I was on a tour. Might've been someplace else. <laughs> Burlington, Vermont. Is this your destiny? Is this our Quarant's destiny to go to Burlington, Vermont and uh, have extreme seasons, have an extremely seasonal existence? All right. This is my last little shuffle here. All right, so we picked three places. First up, Philadelphia. Two of two of discs change. Okay. Ooh, six of cups, pleasure, and the fool. Oh my goodness, that looks really good. Um, you know, it's really funny that the two of cups. I'm sorry, the two of um, discs being that you know Jupiter in Capricorn. It's a good change. It's a positive change, but it's not without some friction and resistance, right? Because for Capricorn. 
all change is bad change. Um, so, you know, that friction might be the fact that you're like, oh, I'm going back someplace I came from already. Um, you know, obviously the X. So there might be, that might be a little bit um, of what the, um, oh, I see someone, uh, there's a little note. The app is glitching. Oh, <laughs> I just want to stop and read this because it's pretty funny. The app is glitching and it's making everyone's little, you know, uh, picture the same as mine. And it's really tripping me out. Yeah, that sounds hella black wave. I'm sorry that's happening to you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So anyway, moving on from the change card, you'll get over that, right? You'll get past that little friction once you make the decision. And then, oh my gosh, the pleasure card. How wonderful. Sun and Scorpio. Listen, you don't need to worry about like, that your ex, you know, with his with his new girlfriend or whatever, they, they need to worry about you, okay? Because you're just going to be walking in there like the mysterious, amazing person who like came came from out of town. You are going to be so busy like with the pleasures of your own life, um, and as it should be. So that looks really good. And then you get the full card. That's a real go for it um, kind of a layout as far as I'm concerned. But let's see what the other things. Um, we'll do. Let me see here. San Francisco. Wow. That also looks really good. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Queen of Wands. Okay. I love the Queen of Wands. She's been through a lot, as have you, right? And she lets that sort of bring her some life. You know, she's not she's not in the dumps about it. She's not trying to hide it. She's really proud um, and interested in proud of her own experience and interested in her own experience, which I really like about her. Um, so, and she's, she's like really wearing everything she's been through as a sort of badge of honor, which is very cool. Um, and I think you should do the same. Um, then the Knight of Discs, which is like, okay, first you're on fire with the Queen of Wands, right? Just like really able to run big energy. Um, and then boom, you're grounded, grounded with the Knight of Discs. And I like the Knight of Discs for a moving card, right? It's like all four hooves are on the ground. It's nice and earthy. And just in case you're worried that this sounds boring, boom, the lust card, okay? It's the strength card. It's the Leo card. Um, this looks really good. They're, they're both, both of these reads are so filled with life, you know? I really, I really love it. Let's see what's going on in Burlington. Oh, don't go to Burlington. <laughs> Burlington Burlington is giving me such a case of the blahs just looking at these cards, okay? It's like the adjustment card and the hanged man with the prince of discs in the middle. It's like Yonsville now. I mean, if you think maybe Yonsville sounds nice. I mean, sometimes we want Yonsville. Sometimes we're like, oh, I want to live in a little cottage and do nothing and look out my, my snow frosted window and it a, you know, a random deer eating a, a berry that's poking through the snow. Like that's Burlington, Vermont, but it's not really going to be that fun once you're there. I mean, adjustment is just kind of trying to make it work. The hanged man is like, this kind of sucks, but I did it to myself. I know I'm going to like it here, but do you? Prince of Discs in the middle is like, I'm not changing course. I did, I, I you know, I mean, I made my bed in the snow of Burlington, Vermont, and now I'm going to freeze in it. So I say Philadelphia versus San Francisco. I say San Francisco. I just put, pick two quick cards. You got the moon for Philadelphia and you got the lovers for San Francisco. Um, does that mean Philadelphia is suddenly a bad choice because of the moon? No, it does not mean that. Um, you will have a great time and a great new beginning um, in Philadelphia. I just, you know, they're both so good. I wanted a tiebreaker. So <laughs> I think I got it with San Francisco. You will be able to take care of yourself there. Um, you've got the energy and you've got the like stability. Like you've got the 
the chops, you know, to be able to do that. You've got the skills. Okay. Good luck to you. Wow. I love doing readings like that where you're picking like, I get really excited. I'm like, what's it going to be? Where's this person going to live? Um, okay. I'm putting the cards back and I'm seeing who's around. Lenny, you're up, Lenny. And please uh, unmute yourself and let me know how the tarot can help you. You might have to refresh the, the, um, the app. Oh, no. oh, Lenny is in the chat saying, no. What is it, Lenny? You can't unmute? That is a true bummer. Um, or maybe, I don't know. I don't know why Lenny said no. Okay, Lenny, I'm going to say bye to you, but I'll try you again next time, okay? All right. Um, let's see. Who else can I grab here? I can grab Melissa. You are up, Melissa. How can I help you? And you also must unmute. Everyone must unmute. Hello? Are people having a hard time unmuting, I wonder? Um, it sounds like maybe... Ah, I found it. I found it. Sorry. Hooray. Oh, great. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Um, how can I help you? Hi, I I sent you a DM so you can delete that. Okay, all right, um, this is great. And the, the situation has evolved. Um, so this is a love question. I I hate to be that person who no, asks we are all that question. person. We are all this. This is that room. Don't worry. <sighs> yeah, I feel good. But I I feel like I need to ask somebody else because I I read every day and. Again, you sort of tend to, I read with different decks every day thinking that if it's like a different deck, then I'll get a different answer, but I <laughs> tend to pull the same cards. So um, I I got into a relationship early last year um, and it was sort of like a coup de foudre, um, a love at first sight. Okay. Uh, like first day, uh, at, uh, um, they took me to the sea uh, for the full moon in January last year and oh, then geez. I was complaining that I hadn't seen the ocean in a while and then they took me to the sea and I thought it was like right next to their, their hometown but it wasn't <laughs> and we drove two more hours after I'd taken a train ride and everything it was more romantic and then after three dates we moved in together oh my because goodness. pandemic okay um and then um it's it's also like a queer relationship so i lesbians um okay, everything makes sense thank you for that context i, I need <laughs> i need i need to give context um and yeah. so uh we moved in together and it was really great and i remember i was dating somebody else and it was like poly for the first couple of first month or so and then it turned monogamous because we had moved in together and because um, I sort of had like a, a big riff with the other person I was dating. And then they said, well, I have a love connection somewhere else. And then I was like, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. I, but like, I rather know more um, so that I, I don't have to like make up ideas in my head. Like I can do poly and I'm fine, but I, the, the, the way I, I, I do poly is, just tell me exactly what's happening, and that way I don't make anything up in my head, and I can yes. I, I can deal with what I can I can, with what I know. I can't deal with what I don't know. That's so wise. And um, thank you. And so months go by. Um, they're transitioning. They changed. They finally got all their papers changed, like driver's license, passports, national ID card, and they could finally travel. 
And so in my head, I'm like, oh, you're going to go see this person that you haven't been able to see for the last two years. Uh And I'm I'm just waiting for them to like admit to that. But instead, they're just like being super cryptic and they they end up... um, take getting a flight to North America to see this person and and they ask for a break right before leaving <laughs> and then I'm like well are you asking for a break so you can see this person guilt-free I mean you don't have to you can and they're like no that's crazy but then that's exactly what they did <laughs> the, um so all my fears sort of turned out and so I, I just, I was like, I don't think we need a break. I think we need a breakup because you, you can't be forthright and honest and so on. And they're like, no, you're being, you're, they really gaslit me and said, oh, you don't love yourself and you're being really heavy. And I feel as though you're trying to, um, and I knew exactly who it was too, because they're, they're a terrible liar. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and they, were, they said, uh, no, you're, you're really, uh, you're, you're, you're trying to get things from me. And I'm like, no, I'm, I just want you to be honest. And I, and I sort of know the truth, but I just, I need you to say it so that I can, I can keep trusting you. And then they couldn't, and we've broken up. <laughs> it's taken months for them to realize that we've broken up, but we've broken up. Okay. And uh, now they keep hanging out in my neighborhood. We live in different cities, obviously. That's why we moved in together. But they keep living in, they keep like hanging out in my neighborhood in the city where I live. And a couple of days ago, after not seeing them for four months, they slipped. They were like, oh, hi, we have to talk to, we have to talk. And I've refused to talk for months. And they slipped a, a comic book they made about us in oh, my grocery bags and it's like a per- they're a comic book artist and it's like a personalized comic book um they're white and black and they made me like a black panther and saying that are spirit animals and anyway it's it's all kind of i'm trying to like go through the, like, the major lines of the, there's of the so, plot there's but so many major lines this story is terrible i'm so it's sorry wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna stop it so you can finally read the cards but this is the whole story yeah yeah <laughs> since and and um and what I'm trying, and in my head, I'm like, this is a, this person is really not for me, even though they stopped me in the street and they're saying, um, I just bumped into you. I'm like, no, you've been hanging out in my neighborhood. You live in a different town. This is, you don't have nothing to do in the city. But they, uh, they're like, no, we're, you're my person. I know I'm your person. Like we're made to be together. We've been together in other lifetimes and so on. And it's type of stuff that I normally like die for. I'm like, yes, but there's so many things that are problematic that I need to know that my brain and my heart need to be aligned on certain certain things that were not working out. And as much as I still love them, I, in my, my brain, my rational mind says no. And I need to know that I made the right decision and that I need to stick to the course. Or if I'm like, no, you can, you can have a slightly racist partner and sort of change them. Like, I, I don't no. want to be that girl. I know I don't want to be that girl, no. <laughs> but, but I, I, I need like confirmation Oh, oh, I don't even want to read cards on this. I'm like, you're not allowed to have a slightly racist partner. Oh my God. I love, can I just say also, like, I love the, like, we were together in a past life. It's like, yeah, you were a fucking fool then too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Here you are stalking my next life. Like, stop it. Like, I broke up with you lifetimes ago. Like, get a hint. Okay. Okay. But that's not what you want to hear. I'm going to know. It's just that we were so happy when we were so happy. And then. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then I, I really did see them as my person for, for a while. And then it, it's, I'm still in the shock of waking up every day and being like, oh, wow, this person I finally could trust is yeah. not trustworthy. Completely. All right. So I'm going to pull some cards for you just like sticking to your like decision here. Ugh. Okay. This, this requires a longer reading. Um, all right. Yeah. You got you to gotta stick with this. You got to stick with this. And it just looks like, okay, I'm going to tell you the whole story. I did, instead of just doing three cards, you told me a long story and I pulled you a long reading. Okay. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. We need, we need all the information here, right? You gave us a lot of information and thank you. So the first three cards that come up is Princess of Swords, Knight of Wands, and the Moon. Okay. So the Princess of Swords is like in the top deck. Um, it sounds like you really know Tara. So you might know, like, she's just like tearing the temple down. She's like, fuck this temple. It is corrupt. I'm getting rid yeah. of it. And like, maybe she could have, you know, got, went on change.org and started a petition. She didn't do that. She tore the thing down. Right. And this so, is the second time I've, I've, I've pulled this. Like, I, 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 this is a third tarot reading I'm getting in six months about this. Uh-huh. And this is, this is the second time I'm pulling this concerning the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, I feel like you're, you know, you're probably embodying her a little bit. She's probably an ally for you right now. And then right after her is the Knight of Wands. And so that's really interesting because on the one hand, that can be a bit of your energy of just like being on fire and being like, no, you know, it's a very active card, but it could also be your ex just like, because the Knight of Wands, you know, I, in general, I read the Knight of Wands as energy, but you know, as a person, the night is just sort of like very impulsive, just like over here and then over there and then over here, you know? Um, so it just, it could be, you know, the two of you and that's how they're being represented. What sign are, what sign are you guys? Uh, I'm Capricorn and um, uh, Aries rising okay. uh, with a Leo moon and they are a Virgo with a Leo rising and a balance, balance, Libra moon. Oh man. Gosh. Well, you know, whatever it is, it, 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 you know, whether, whether it's an energy and it's the energy of you just sort of like feeling really hot about this and being like, no, you know, with all that Knight of Wands energy, either way, it drops you off at the moon, which is, I feel like kind of where you are right now, where you're like, I think I made the right decision. Right. But yeah. I feel weird, you know, and it's like, God, when is it ever clear in a breakup? Like it, you're, you, there's always regret and like, but, but but what about in the past when it was so nice? All that shit is clouding you right now. And that's why I kept picking cards. So I'm like, we need to know what's on the other side of the moon. Like we know this already, okay? Um, on the other side of the moon, meaning like what I was asking the card, like if you stick with these boundaries, you know, if you stick with yourself, what's on the other side of the moon? The star, the knight of discs and victory, okay? Like, <laughs> yeah, you, oh my God, the star. It's like, you need to be like aiming for like somebody who is as big of a star as you are, right? Like, I feel like the star is about like having those standards, like daring to believe that we can just like have it all, have everything we want, manifest, you know, a love that can meet us on our own terms, people who have the same sort of um, standards of communication, the same ability to emotionally communicate, all these things that like you, you know, have showed in such a great way. Like you, I feel like the star is about like, that's what your North Star should be as somebody who's got the skills that you've got, right? And then the Knight of Discs is like, 
you know, you might not find that person immediately, but beyond that, like, I don't even think you're going to be looking for that person immediately. I think that once the moon clears, you're just going to be a little bit in yourself, but like not in a like hold up eating ice cream, knitting on your couch. Like, I think you're going to be out in the world in this lively dynamic way that, um, that gives you a lot of, um, affirmation about the choice you made and about just how amazing you are. And you're just going to soak in that for a while and have a good time. You have the Jupiter and Leo, right? Six of wands victory. So yes, um, stay away from this person. And then I was like, okay. And then, and then what's down the line? Um, I needed, you know, I like threes. So I did three groups of threes down. The, yeah. Down the line, your middle card is the fool beautiful. And on either side, it's the four of discs power and the eight of discs prudence. So I just love that. It's like, you know, here's the fool right in the middle, sort of jumping off into the unknown, but it's like, it's like buttressed by these really strong, positive earth cards, right? Yeah. With that power card. Right. And um, yeah, I think it's really, I'm like sun and Virgo, but it doesn't mean anything. Okay. No, it's just that I, I, I did ask this person that like, if you wanted to talk to, to wait till I, I release my next record and, okay. and they were one week shy and I, I need to be completely concentrated. I'm releasing this solo like the, um, independently and I need to be focused and they, they keep doing this shit. <laughs> I need to be focused and I'm, this is just the confirmation that I, I need to stay coarse. Yeah. And thank you all the red flags in the chat and the support. <laughs> um, so many red flags in the chat right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, oh my God, that you asked them to respect that and they couldn't do it. And it's around your work in like, you're a creative worker, you're an artist. Like, yeah. no, that's awful. Like, and, um, and that they gaslit you is so bad when like you had your intuition, like that's like an abuse of intuition, you know, that is weird. Like if you're dating, you're two witches, you're dating another witch. Why would you assume that a witch couldn't figure out your bullshit? Yeah. It's the, 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 that never, that, that, I, I won't get over it, but, no. but now I know that, um, yeah, the, 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 yeah. anyway, <laughs> I was just, I'm just so annoyed with myself and I'm, a lot of self-blame uh, with regards to this oh. and to, for going back and forth. But thank you very much for the very reading. Welcome. Very clear. You're very, very welcome. It's hard to fully cut off a person, but it just looks like, yeah. And also, can we just talk about how they like still aren't being honest, like that they're lying and saying they're just in your neighborhood with a comment <laughs> about you. I mean, they're not even doing anything different. <laughs> and the person they flew for... This, they, now they're like, no, it was just, it was just like, it was nothing. It was just like a, a fling. It was like a crush. And I was like, what? You can't spend thousands of bucks on a flight to, no, it's wild. So yeah. Oh Agreed. my God. Wow. Wow. Um, that's so wild. Well, I'm so psyched for you that you have your, your, is your album already out? No, it's coming out next week. It's coming out next week. I got one more week. I'm staying up. It's it's four a.m. here. So. <laughs> do you want? I mean, do you want to stay? Uh, it's fine if you want to stay anonymous, but do you want to tell anyone? Like, tell us like what your album is or anything, so we can. Oh no! Is it, the, the, I'm I'm under my own name. I, I this is I actually have a last name Lavo, which is pretty cool. Um, but my album is called Mama Forgot Her Name Was Miracle, and it's coming out in a week all around the world. Yes. Well, we're find me on Instagram, and that's that's it. That's it. But thank you very much for for this reading. And and, and I I'm just gonna go cry about it and not sleep for a couple hours. (laughs) 
Yeah, you go go and do that and take care. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks. Oh my God, I I know Vera, I loved her too. Oh my God. I mean, like that that whole story just sounds like that's how my divorce went down. We were open. And I knew that my partner was lying and they gaslit me and then just like split, you know, um, whoa, why do people do that? Why? Oh, she, <gasps> Melissa was calling from Paris, France. Oh my God. Very glamorous. Very glamorous. Um, okay. Let me see you guys. Can I, I want to take a poll here. I want to take a poll, poll of like some, uh, an, uh, like an almost like an ethical issue here that I'm having. Somebody reached out to me. I'd love to know what you guys think. Somebody reached out um, and they've got a bad dad. Okay. I mean, who doesn't? Am I right? Um, you know, it, at the very least, I'm, I'm quoting from this letter, medium level creepy, um, medium level creepy, uh, emotional abuse. Okay. Um, homophobic, racist, ableist, you know, um, inappropriate. Not not a good dad here. Okay, definitely somebody that you would be well within. Um, you know, your every no no court would convict you from estranging yourself from this man. But um, they, you know, I'm like working this out in real time. Um, they want to know. They think that this person this might actually be sexually abusive, and they're not sure, and it's making them feel really paranoid. Um, they're like, is this real or am I paranoid and led by fear and not intuition? Um, and, you know, they, it sounds like they've also says, um, you know, our mom has been telling us from the time we were little that we were diseased with mental illness. So this person is really struggling and being gaslit so that they don't even know which way to go. Um, you know, and I understand the whole notion of like, well, if you think that you were sexually abused, you were probably sexually abused, right? Because that stuff gets buried. Um, it's really hard to look at. Denial is super, super strong. Um, but also sometimes things get also really confused when someone is like sexually inappropriate and you are, you are picking up the right vibe, like they're dangerous and they're gross. Um, and you need to stay away from them, but maybe it's not that this person wants me to pick tarot cards for them on it. But, you know, I, you know, I'm really, I, I draw lines, you know, sometimes, and I would love to hear from other tarot readers of like the boundaries you might have with, with folks who ask questions. Like if someone's clearly in, yeah, they need, they need very direct resources. Thank you, Ash. They need direct resources. Um, and this was a very long letter and, um, I'm only quoting a tiny, tiny bit from it. They are getting help, you know, they are in the help pipeline, um, but yeah, you know, sometimes if people are clearly in a very abusive relationship and want a tarot reading, I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. You just got to get out of that abusive relationship. Um, and for something like this, yes. Okay. This speaks way more, as you're saying, this speaks more therapy work. This is so interesting, right? Because there is a difference between therapy and tarot, right? Sometimes a good tarot reading, ideally a good tarot reading, feels like a great therapy session, but it's not, you know, it's, uh, it is not the same skills. I am not a therapist who went to school and, you know, studied for years about very specific things and how to help people in that way. So, um, I hope that you're listening. Um, thank you for reaching out. I think it's such a great impulse to reach out. I'm not going to read the cards on it. Um, 
I think that um, you're in a really tough situation. Frankly, it's a situation that I've been in as well. I have creepy dads and some of them crossed lines and some didn't, and it was really hard to tell. Um, so I really understand wanting help from the tarot or wanting someone just to tell you like, yes, this is happening or no, this is not happening. But I think it is something that you have to seek yourself. Um, I do encourage you to get tarot and do and, and cultivate a practice. It can be really helpful. It won't necessarily, you know, give you a yes or no answer to life, but it's just a great support when you're struggling with trauma, I find. Um, and just know that everybody here on this show, um, in the chat, all the listeners, we're all with you. We're wishing you well. So um, please do take care. And I'm sorry that I'm not going to pick cards on this question. All right. Whew, heavy stuff, you guys. Um, all right. Let me see. I'm just going to pick somebody here from the room. We're getting really close to the end. Um, if you like this show, and I hope you do, you can listen to Back Issues on Spotify. Just search for Your Magic, which is my podcast. And uh, <laughs> Lenny's back. I will choose you, Lenny. That's perfect. Um, and you'll find you'll find back episodes of Ask the Tarot. So you can just kind of keep listening. Let's see. Where's Lenny? There you are. All right. The second time's the charm, Lenny. Let's see if you can unmute yourself this time. You know, it just takes a minute. Yeah, come on, Lenny. The chat's rooting for you. Hey, I'm here. All right. Hello. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, don't apologize. It's technology, you know. Yeah. No, it was, I was, like, baking earlier when you called me, and I had butter all over my hands, and so I could only type, no. Um, but I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't get to work. But, um, but I'm here now. So great. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for giving me a second chance. Sure. What do you want to know about? Um, so I'm working, um, I got a grant a couple, uh, months ago, um, to write a play that I've been working on, okay. um, which is super exciting. Um, and it's been great, but it's kind of a, it's kind of a funny grant because it's sort of like just enough money to live. And there's a rule where you like, can't have a job, um, oh. while you're getting the grant. So yeah, it's sort of, it's sort of funny. Um, it's, it's great, but it's not ideal. And so I'm sort of wondering, and then I got a lead on another job that sounds really great. And it would like sort of work the grant, but I'm, I guess I'm sort of wondering, like, should I take a job? It's, it's this situation where if I take the job, they'll subtract the money that I earn from the grant money. Okay. What a um, generous granting organization. Like I know. I know. Let's punish you for hustling and like needing. I know. Yeah. It's like this this dumb thing where they like made it in the eighties. Okay. And so in the eighties it was like a super great salary, but then they just never increased the salary with inflation. And so now it's just like kind of it's kind of shit, but it also offers you some really great resources. So you know, it's a little bit of both. Okay. Um, but now I'm sort of wondering, like, should I just kind of keep going with this grant? Um, and you know, just be like a little bit more, um, what's the word like thrifty okay. while I'm doing it. Um, should I try to get a job and sort of like be paid under the table and see, um, if they would like work with me in that way. And then I'm also trying to apply for some other grants that actually would, um, be a lot more lucrative. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. So the first one is just stick with the grant. So I'm shuffling right now. Sticking. Yeah. Just keep going. 
um, keeping going. How much, how much, um, more time do you have left on the grant? Period? I have, um, four months, I guess. Okay. All and right. I can extend it to a year. I can. Yeah. Okay. Would they keep giving you money for a year? Yeah. Yeah. They'll keep giving me the same amount of money. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. It's a study. It's not nothing. It's just like not, not a lot. Okay. So three cards for just sticking with the grant. Three cards for getting over on the grantor with an under yeah. the table. Hustle. That's definitely my favorite option, but it, feels... it sounds really good. Um, right? <laughs> what's in like your highest interest um, in you know, supporting your highest good here? Is it yeah. under the table? I'm a Gemini, if that's helpful. Well, it makes me feel confident that you can have an under have an under the table hustle and complete your play <laughs> yeah no that feels like the most me option for sure and i'm also a libra moon and a libra um rising oh wow god that's such a great you know little uh triptych for a playwright i love it oh thank you yeah okay so now i'm shuffling um getting more grants you know and those things i know that you know once you get a grant you do tend to get other grants especially i wonder if the grantors, uh, if, if you go look for another grant and they're like, oh, that person, got <laughs> that grant that doesn't let you get a job, we got to give that person. Some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see if there's supplemental grants and what that looks like for you. Yeah. And also just what, what would be the best for like the play? Because I'm really um, passionate about the play and I really want to work on it. Yeah. Okay. Huh. So here's the deal. Um, as far as just like living off the grant, solely off the grant, yeah. you definitely can do that. Your center okay. card for it is the success card. It's six, oh, okay. six of discs. Okay. Um, in Taurus, yes, you are resourceful. Like you can be thrifty. And that's about like all is well in the material plane. And that's what we need to look at. But right. you're not going to be super happy about it. Okay. On the one side, you have that Princess of Swords card. We just saw that come up in Melissa's reading. And she's just like pissed, you know? It's frustrating. Like right. she's like, like the desire, I, I, I fear looking at this, that the desire to um to get that other job, to get a job isn't going to leave you. It's going to be hard. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're going to be like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm going to do this, but you're going to be haunted all the time being like, God damn it. I right. I have more money. Yeah. Yeah. Because your other card is the Eight of Cups indolence, right? Saturn in Pisces. Right. And, you know, that Pisces wants to think like, oh, I can just drift along. I'll be fine. I'll be happy. And Saturn's like, no, you're not happy. Are you right. really happy, Pisces? <laughs> Things are being neglected. Like maybe you want more money because like you're in the world. Oh my God, all that Libra. You need some things. You need your things. Uh, yeah. No, I, I really, I really do. <laughs> you do. You need your things. Um, yeah. And that's making it a little bit hard for you to get your things. Um, uh, oh, exactly. And it's funny. I actually pulled the, the eight of cups this morning. Really? I've been pulling it a lot recently. So it's, and I've kind of, yeah. So that makes sense. Gosh. Okay. This is very, you got some interesting cards here. It looks like there's just like a central, could the problem be capitalism? I'm like, there's a problem that just isn't going away. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's capitalism. Yeah. 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 Like and there's a way to get around the needing the money situation. Yeah. You know, it looks like the undercover of uh, the undercover. Oh my God. The undercover job, I mean, the under the table job doesn't look great. Um, awesome. even, even though I'm like, oh, um, you know, you're a Gemini, you can multitask, you can, you know, you can write your play and work on your play and have a job. It actually does look hard. Like I'm saying you can do that, but the tarot is like, actually, there's only so much energy. There's only so much mental space. Um, right. 
And no, you got the seven of wands, which is valor, which is about a struggle. I mean, you win in the struggle. It wouldn't be bad if the other cards weren't failure and cruelty on either side of it, you know? So I don't like that at all. Yeah, that sounds a little harsh. um, Going for grants, yes, do that. You got the sun in the center of it, which is like, wow, yes. You will get a grant um, and that will help you. And you know, the other cards on this, this one about the grant with the sun, the first one is the Knight of Wands. So like, get right on it. Like just, I don't know what, you know, isn't there like an NEA deadline? Oh, it's for poetry. Um, There's, there's deadlines happening. So jump on it. Uh, And then it's really interesting. It's like you have uh, the 10 of Wands, which is the oppression card, the Hmm. Saturn and Sagittarius. And I wonder if, does does writing grants super get you down or frustrate you? Does that work? It definitely frustrates me. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an interesting card to pop up there. I don't feel that it's as, um, you know, I feel like it's no match for the sun. I mean, I think the, the main message in this is the sun saying like, yes, you know, get go and get it. You will get right. it. But there's something about, the, about it all just feeling like such a drag, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, you know, try to keep your chin up. I mean... You know, I think that I think the thing to do is to try to be thrifty and try to get more grants. Right. Um, And damn, I wish, you know, it is I do see a little bit of a struggle in these cards for you, but I also see a lot of glory, frankly. Um, Okay. And so just try to just like, you know, keep, you know, keep in mind the end game, your end goal, your long-term goal, which is to finish this play, which, you know, with the success card and the sun, like this play is absolutely going to see the light of day. It looks very successful. It just looks like it's a grind, right? And the grind, the grind will get you down a little bit, but just try to stay grateful and, and, and really grateful that you're an artist, you know, grateful that you've got this um, thing in you that wants to write plays, you know? Um, awesome. Thank you so much. That's, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's really helpful. And it feels like it's matching up with, uh, my instincts about, about it actually. Okay, good. I'm really glad. Um, and, uh, what's your play called? Um, right now it's called E1027. Okay. It's, um, it's about a, um, a female architect, uh, and, um, she built a house that's called E1027. Oh, okay. Yeah, nobody steal the idea, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, no way. Back up, put it here. This is going to be recorded on Spotify for your court case when we see... Oh, incredible, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's dated and everything. Um, thank you so much, and we all wish you so much luck on, on thank getting, you. getting by. Thanks, and I'm so happy you chose me. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of um, your books. I'm... Uh, yeah, I tell everyone to read Black Wave. It's, uh, it's my favorite memoir. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Wow, that's so cool. People are writing plays. People are producing records. We're such a creative bunch here on Ask the Tarot. I love it. Monica just wants to say that we're all awesome humans. I'm feeling that same thing right now, Monica. I'm feeling that everybody in this room is such such an awesome human. And I love love, love, um, you know, every Thursday night, seeing you all show up and, um, and picking cards. I'm so sorry that I have to close the room now. My kid has to go to bed in literally two minutes. I got to go put him in bed. Um, but I'll be here again next Thursday. 
I'll try not to talk too much about my wedding, you guys, but I probably will a little bit. Um, and again, if you like this, go listen to back episodes on Spotify. Just go uh, look at uh, um, Your Magic <laughs> is where it is. You might like to listen to those too. They're my podcast. And have a great rest of your week. Thanks for the congratulations, you guys. You're so sweet. Hello, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, and aspiration in real time. Just download the Spotify Greenroom app, sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join the conversation. You'll be able to hear live readings, meet really interesting people, and even ask questions of your own. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday.